It's time to breathe easier this allergy season with Breathe Right Nasal Strips. With instant nasal congestion relief for up to 12 hours, you can spend your time on your terms, not on your noses. Stuffy nose from outdoor allergens? No problem. We got you. Allergy season just turned into stripping season. Instant relief from nasal congestion anytime, anywhere. Need more convincing? Click the banner below and get a free sample. Breathe right. Get your strip on. Use as directed. Good Friday morning. The border crisis is intensifying. The record surge of migrants not slowing down. Good morning. It's October 6th. This is today. Crackdown. The Biden administration set to begin deporting thousands who illegally cross into the U.S. this morning on the heels of that announcement to expand construction of the border wall. Do you believe the border wall works? No. Why the president says he's spending the money anyway and what will stop the influx. We're live at the border. Breaking overnight stamp of approval. Donald Trump weighs in on the race for House Speaker, endorsing one of his biggest supporters in Congress. We'll take you inside the battle for one of the most powerful positions in Washington. Storm alert. Philippe set to deliver another wet weekend to millions on the East Coast. And after this week's record heat, a major cool down on the way for much of the country. Al's got the full forecast. New warning, even more side effects revealed when it comes to those wildly popular weight loss drugs like Ozempic, what doctors want you to know before taking them. Those stories plus Monster of the Midway, tributes pour in for NFL legend and Hall of Famer Dick Butkus. One of the most intimidating players of all time will look back at his life and career. And oh mama, she was already the NFL's favorite parent. Now she's at the center of America's most popular sport and pop culture. Is it beyond her wildest dreams? We will find out when Donna Kelsey joins us live right here in our studio today, Friday, October 6th, 2023. From NBC News, this is Today with Savannah Guthrie and Hoda Cuffey. Live from Studio 1A in Rockefeller Plaza. Hi, everybody. Good morning. Welcome to today. It's Friday morning. So nice to have you along with us. Hoda, are you ready for it? Mama Kelsey. Mama Kelsey. So ready. Guys, we're here for you. Yes. We're going to ask those questions. Yes, we are all ready. We're going to catch up with Donna. What was Jason like as a baby? Oh, that's not the question you want the answer right. to? Not our first question or our second. Uh, Who crawled first? No, not that either. Okay. We're going to catch up with her in a bit. Meantime, Al standing by tracking Tropical Storm Philippe set to bring another weekend of heavy rain and flooding concerns to the Northeast. We'll talk to Al in just a bit. Yeah, it's wet one out there already. First, though, our top story, the border crisis and that major change, of course, the Biden administration now set to build new sections of the border wall between Texas and Mexico. The White House also now saying it will resume direct deportation flights for Venezuelan migrants in an effort to curb the record influx from that country. And this all comes just weeks after thousands of Venezuelans already in the U.S. were granted temporary protected status. And lots to catch up here with the, for the latest. Let's go to NBC's Morgan Chesky, who is along the border this morning in Hidalgo, Texas. Hi, Morgan. Good morning. Yeah, Savannah Hoda, we're here in Texas's Rio Grande Valley, where we could soon see about 20 additional miles of this border barrier go up on the land separating the U.S. from Mexico. Now, this comes after Homeland Security says in the last year alone, they've encountered more than a quarter million migrants trying to cross this area illegally. Now, important to note here, the administration says despite this new construction, this does not represent an official change in immigration policy. 
But we have seen President Biden facing mounting pressure from both sides to do something about this ongoing migrant crisis. Along parts of the southern border, the Biden administration is now clearing the way for construction of new sections of wall. And as pressure there is growing. Overnight, the administration also saying it will resume deporting Venezuelan migrants. Just weeks after granting temporary protected status for those who traveled to the U.S. before August, the White House now saying they'll remove Venezuelans who arrived illegally after that date. Venezuelans currently the most common nationality of migrants trying to cross the border, where illegal crossings are on the rise. The Biden administration now waiving more than two dozen federal laws to allow Homeland Security to install about 20 miles of new physical barrier between Mexico and Stark County in Texas's Rio Grande Valley. President Biden arguing his hands are tied because Congress greenlit the project during the Trump era. I tried to get them to reappropriate, to redirect that money. They didn't. They wouldn't. Do you believe the border wall works? No. It's a major reversal for Mr. Biden, who is a candidate, had this to say. There will not be another foot of wall constructed in my administration. DHS Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas, among top officials meeting with counterparts in Mexico Thursday, said there's no change to the administration's approach. Border security requires a smarter and more comprehensive approach. But it comes as a recent surge of migrants has put a strain on resources from border communities. We are completely overwhelmed. We're done with the finger pointing and we just want solutions. To states hundreds of miles away, such as New York and Illinois, where Democratic governors have criticized the administration's handling of the migrant influx. Still, advocates like Roberto Lopez with the Texas Civil Rights Project says new walls won't deter people from coming. People are going to find a way to cross. Morgan, what do the latest numbers show on just how many migrants are crossing the border and what officials are expecting going forward now? Yes, yeah, we've actually seen a bit of a dip since last week when we were approaching record levels. Customs and Border Protection says, though, on Wednesday alone along the entire U.S.-Mexico border, they encountered more than 8,000 people trying to cross illegally. And this past month of September set a high of 2023, more than 200,000 migrants crossing that month alone. That is why some are hopeful that when this barrier is built, it could hopefully drive some of those numbers down. But time will definitely tell. Savannah. All right. Morgan Chesky at the border. Thank you very much. Meantime, the House remains at a standstill as Republicans who forced out Speaker Kevin McCarthy scramble to find his replacement. And overnight, Donald Trump weighed in, throwing his support behind one hopeful NBC senior Capitol Hill correspondent Garrett Haig. He joins us now with the latest. Hey, Garrett. Good morning. Hey, Hoda, good morning. Look, the behind the scenes battle is still being fought to line up the votes to become the next speaker. But that overnight endorsement by Donald Trump of Ohio's Jim Jordan could be a major marker in how the GOP is plotting its future course. Overnight, former President Trump inserting himself squarely into the speaker's race, throwing his weight behind conservative Ohio Republican Jim Jordan. In a post on Truth Social, Mr. Trump writing Jordan, quote, will be a great speaker of the House and has my complete and total endorsement. Jordan is a close Trump ally. President Trump did more of what he said he would do than any president in my lifetime. And Mr. Trump had already been a looming presence in the speaker race, itself a sign of the Republican Party moving further to the right and becoming more pro-Trump. 
Trump saying just yesterday to Fox News Digital that he would accept a short-term role as speaker himself if the GOP couldn't decide. A lot of people have been calling me about speaker. All I can say is we'll do whatever's best for the country and for the Republican Party. It comes after former House Speaker Kevin McCarthy was ousted for the first time in history by eight rebel Republicans, led by Florida's Matt Gates. If it's Speaker Jim Jordan or Speaker Steve Scalise, there will be very few conservatives in the country who don't see that as a monumental upgrade. Both candidates for the speakership are strong Trump supporters. But Jordan is a conservative firebrand, leading the impeachment inquiry into President Biden, famous for his combative style and a staunch Trump defender during both of Mr. Trump's impeachments. The Republican Party now thrown into chaos, deeply divided as moderates, with their eye on the 2024 election, still distressed by McCarthy's exit. We have an obligation to get back to work on behalf of the American people, Uh, to stop the inter-party squabble uh, and to focus on the issues that actually matter uh, to people. Whoever the next speaker is will have a lot on their plate, including avoiding yet another looming government shutdown, now just weeks away. All right, so Garrett, what are the next steps here as we look for the next speaker? Well, Hoda, the next official step is a closed-door candidate forum for Republicans on Tuesday, where everybody who's running gets a chance to present their case to the conference. It's possible, by the way, that Donald Trump might come to the Capitol for that. He's been discussing that possibility with his allies. Then Republicans will meet again on Wednesday to try to pick a candidate again behind closed doors before they go to the floor. That person would only need a majority of their conference, but there's a ton of concern among Republicans about going to the floor and failing repeatedly again like they did in January to elect a speaker. So the bottom line, we could be in for a very long week again next week on Capitol Hill. All right, Garrett Higforce there at the Capitol. Garrett, thank you. Also this morning, millions of Americans are bracing for a big change in the weather. A tropical storm is expected to bring weekend rain and a big cool down to parts of the East Coast. Same parts that have been enjoying record fall heat all week. Al is tracking the roller coaster for us once again. Uh, Here we go, guys. Here we go again. We got double trouble coming up this weekend for the Eastern Seaboard. Got this long uh, cold front stretching from Canada all the way to the Gulf. And we've got Tropical Storm Philippe out in the Atlantic right now, 195 miles south of Bermuda, 50 mile per hour winds. It's moving northeast at 18 miles per hour. So here we go. This front moves into the northeast today, into tomorrow with heavy rain. Philippe transitions from uh, post-tropical to a a post-tropical system, which means it no longer has those tropical attributes to it. Then Sunday morning, it merges with the front. The storm hits Maine. And we're talking about heavy downpours, gusty winds, rainfall amounts anywhere from two to three, but could be upwards of five inches of rain. And plus, in northern New England, falling leaves could clog storm drains, and that could cause some flooding. So we're going to be watching that. Plus, we've got uh, behind that cold front, much colder air. Ten million people under frost advisories, freeze watches, freeze warnings from the plains all the way into the central plains. And that's just the beginning. We're going to be looking at that. And as that cold air makes its way to the east. We've got big changes coming, guys. Okay. All right. I will check in with you again later. Thank you. We are getting a critical read on the economy this morning. The September unemployment report is coming out, and it's coming out amid higher interest rates and questions about whether the Fed may be done hiking those rates to cool inflation. NBC's Tom Costello is on the story for us. Hey, Tom. 
Yeah, Hoda, good morning. Well, this morning's data may suggest the Fed is not done raising rates. The jobs report this morning was a big surprise, much stronger than expected. Economists expected 170,000 jobs were created in September. Instead, we got a whopping 336,000 jobs created. Unemployment remains at a 3.8% level, very close to that 54-year low. Also, the August jobs report was revised up. More jobs created in August than first reported. So while that's good news, it complicates things because the Federal Reserve has been looking for a cooling jobs market as evidence that its higher interest rates are working to cool inflation. Instead, we still have a very strong jobs market. That's despite a series of strikes and layoffs in the tech sector this year, including big names like Google, Amazon, Microsoft, Yahoo, Meta, and Zoom. Now inflation has been trending down. Interest rates have taken off, led by the Fed's hikes and growing deficits. Listen to this. The average 30-year fixed mortgage rate right now, 7.49% this week, a fresh 23-year high. But this morning's strong jobs number could mean the Fed is not done hiking rates. And the fact that unemployment has remained low despite this really has surprised economists. Hoda. All right, Tom Casella, we'll keep uh, we'll keep posted. Thanks. Savannah Hoda, good morning. Good morning to you as well. Just before the game, we learned that Dick Butkus had died, the Hall of Fame linebacker who played for Chicago's notorious Monsters of the Midway. NBC's Ann Thompson is here with more on the NFL legend. And Butkus really came to to embody Chicago. He really did. He didn't just play for that city, Craig. He was Chicago. For years, the Windy City proudly riding on his big shoulders. Ferocious and talented, in the mid-60s, Butkus redefined the role of middle linebacker. So much so that another icon of the game, the legendary running back Jim Brown, called Butkus the ultimate hitter. He was the original gold standard for the position a middle linebacker who was both fearless and ferocious. A jarring tackler terrorizing offenses, Dick Butkus was the ultimate monster of the midway. Born in Chicago, he was an All-American at the University of Illinois. Drafted third overall by the Bears in 1965, Butkus played nine seasons, twice named the NFL's Defensive Player of the Year, a first-team All-Pro five times, and a first-ballot Hall of Famer. One observer compared Butkus to Moby Dick in a goldfish bowl. Sports Illustrated calling him the most feared man in the game. Butkus himself even reveled in his reputation. You know, I, I did what I thought I was supposed to do. And I, you know, I, I had fun knocking the shit out of people. After his playing days, Butkus poked fun at his gruff demeanor, appearing in multiple commercials. Sauce links to drink light beer from Miller. Not just because light tastes great, but because it's got a third less calories than a regular beer. He also acted in movies and TV shows. And from a man who made a living physically punishing other players, he became a staunch advocate for player safety. But he was always and forever a Chicago Bear. The team calling him the ultimate bear and one of the greatest players in NFL history. We play for him tonight. Last night, the Bears honoring Buckus with a moment of silence before their game. His retired number 51, worn by many fans, paying tribute to one of Chicago's favorite sons. Dick Butkus is survived by three children and his wife of 60 years, Helen. They were high school sweethearts and were told 
She was by his side Wednesday when he passed away. He what was a life. One of one, mm-hmm. for oh sure. Oh, my God. NFL films, John Facenda narrating those incredible <laughs> pictures. Oh, it was the best. Oh, wow. Thank, Thank you, Annie. Thank you, Anne. Let's go back to the weather now, get the rest of Al's forecast. And Dick Buck is part of the NBC family. He was one of the stars of the show My Two Dads oh, that's on right. NBC yeah. 1987 with Paul Reiser. So uh, he was a great actor, too. Heavy rain making its way through the Northeast along this cold front cooling off throughout the plains midwest behind that front frost and freeze warnings as we mentioned but out west it is going to be sunny and hot again and that's your latest weather guys thanks al thank you coming up new details on two major and costly cyber attacks and their impact on millions of americans miguel almaguer with that story for us hi miguel Good morning. A string of casinos has lost big and customer data was also stolen. Critical information like driver's license and social security numbers. So how much money was lost? We'll have details coming up. All right, Miguel. Uh, Also, Ed, we're going to take a closer look at the newest warning for Americans who use drugs like Ozempic to lose weight. Plus, why their rise is creating new serious concerns for the nation's food industry. But first, this is Today on NBC. I won't let my active psoriatic arthritis joint symptoms define me. Emerge as you. Tremphia guselkumab is proven to significantly reduce joint pain, stiffness, and swelling in adults with active psoriatic arthritis. Some patients even reported less fatigue as assessed by survey one week prior. Results may vary. Tremphia is taken by injection six times a year after two starter doses at week zero and four. Serious allergic reactions may occur. Tremphia may increase your risk of infections and lower your ability to fight them. Before treatment, your doctor should check you for infections and tuberculosis. Tell your doctor if you have an infection or symptoms of an infection, including fever, sweats, chills, muscle aches, or cough. Tell your doctor if you had a vaccine or plan to. Emerge as you. Learn more about Tremphia, including important safety information, at tremphia.com or call 1-877-578-3527. See our ad in Food & Wine magazine. For patients prescribed Tremphia, cost support may be available. Oh, perfect, perfect. All right, 7.30, you guys, look at this. Look Look what's happening here. This is the Toledo Zoo's adorable twin Siberian tigers. And today, visitors will get their first chance to see these cute girls in person. They are making their exhibit debut. Wow. But what should we call them? Yeah, good question. If you if you ask, will they come running? Yeah. No, but we, we helped launch the contest. Remember the naming I do. contest? Uh-huh. The results are in, you guys. After more than 10,000 votes, oh. the names are Ember and Ash. Oh. Ember and Ash. Yes. Sounds great. Sweet. Our, our viewers did a good job. Yeah. Love those names. All right. Uh, turning now, though, to that new uh, new details on that cyber attack that caused chaos for a number of hotels and casinos out in Las Vegas. MGM Resort. Now revealing it's cost the company more than $100 million. NBC national correspondent Miguel Almaguer has the latest on this one. Miguel, good morning. Craig, good morning. That cyber attack caused major disruption, shutting down casino floors and leaving guests unable to use their room keys. MGM admits hackers stole personal information from some guests, but it's assuring customers they believe it's been contained with the help of law enforcement. For one major Vegas resort group, the losses are huge after a September cyber hack on MGM resorts wreaked havoc on the chain's dozen properties. This morning, we're learning the damage and cleanup from those attacks will cost the casino and hotel chain over $100 million. 
a company of MGM size should have the proper protocols in place to be able to prevent this type of attack. In a statement, the company admitting hackers obtained information from customers who stayed at their resorts before March 2019, including names and contact information, as well as driver's license numbers and a limited number of social security and passport numbers. However, MGM says because of its fast response, customers' payment card information and bank accounts were not compromised. MGM CEO Bill Hornbuckle telling customers, we regret this outcome and sincerely apologize to those impacted, adding, your trust is paramount to us. The aftermath taking an ongoing toll on the company. Occupancy was down 5% in September from the same time last year, but MGM hopes bookings will return to normal by next month. If it starts to feel the impact because people are concerned about the security of their data, then that starts to make security a differentiator. Meanwhile, popular cleaning brand Clorox warning a recent cyber attack is hurting its sales and production too. The company's profits taking a massive hit last quarter. We see it happen across sector, not because they're looking to cross sectors, but because they're looking for where they can actually uh, create an attack and uh, expose vulnerabilities. Miguel, $100 million lost, customer data breached, and now you've got these lawsuits as well over the cyber attack. What more can you tell us about that part of the story? Well, MGM Resorts is facing class action lawsuits alleging that the company failed to protect customer data in the cyber hack. The suit also says the company failed to comply with FTC guidelines and industry standards, and the victims are now vulnerable to identity theft. All of this a major headache for MGM as the company deals with the growing fallout, Craig. All right, Miguel, I'm going to go for us there. Miguel, thank you. All right, still to come this morning, Steven Spielberg and Chris Rock teaming up for a new movie on the life of civil rights icon Martin Luther King Jr. We've got details on that ahead on pop stars but first stephanie gosk is here she's breaking down new concerns just coming to light when it comes to popular drugs being used for weight loss hey steph hey there hoda you know this is a new first of its kind study that looks just at people who are non-diabetics who are taking these drugs to take a look at rare side effects you'll want to hear what they found coming up i won't let my active psoriatic arthritis joint symptoms define me Emerge as you. Tremphia guselkumab is proven to significantly reduce joint pain, stiffness, and swelling in adults with active psoriatic arthritis. Some patients even reported less fatigue as assessed by survey one week prior. Results may vary. Tremphia is taken by injection six times a year after two starter doses at week zero and four. Serious allergic reactions may occur. Tremphia may increase your risk of infections and lower your ability to fight them. Before treatment, your doctor should check you for infections and tuberculosis. Tell your doctor if you have an infection or symptoms of an infection, including fever, sweats, chills, muscle aches, or cough. Tell your doctor if you had a vaccine or plan to. Emerge as you. Learn more about Tremphia, including important safety information, at tremphia.com or call 1-877-578-3527. See our ad in Food & Wine magazine. For patients prescribed Tremphia, cost support may be available. Back now, 737 with In-Depth today. And this morning, a closer look at drugs like Ozempic that have become 
wildly popular as a way to lose weight. Mm -hmm. Well, we've reported on some of the side effects, and now some new ones are coming to light. NBC's Stephanie Gosk is here with more. Hey, Steph, good morning. Hey, guys, good morning. We've all seen the incredible examples of dramatic weight loss, but there is also growing evidence the active ingredient in drugs like Ozempic and Wagovi can cause rare but serious side effects for some users. Now, first-of-its-kind research studied those side effects among people who weren't diabetic but took the drugs to lose weight. There may be an ugly downside to the new generation of wildly popular weight loss medications, including the diabetes drug Ozempic and its sister drug Wagovi, which is approved for weight loss. Rare but serious gastrointestinal problems. New research published in the Journal of the American Medical Association focused specifically on non-diabetic patients who took this class of weight loss drugs known as GLP-1s. It found a greater risk of adverse effects compared to a different type of weight loss medication. And according to the study, people who use them had a nine times higher risk of pancreatitis, more than four times higher risk of a bowel obstruction, and a more than three and a half times higher risk of stomach paralysis. The study indicated that most severe symptoms are rare. Ozempic's website does say side effects can vary widely, from nausea and vomiting to changes in vision and even kidney problems. The popular drugs have been used for years to treat diabetes, but recently a growing number of people have started taking them for weight loss. I was on it for three weeks and I felt absolutely terrible. Many other patients say the weight loss benefits far outweigh any discomfort. I couldn't be happier. I'm so, I could do a little happy dance. Nova Nordis, the company that makes Ozempic and Wagovi, telling NBC News it stands by the safety of its products, which include the possible side effects listed on their labels. The company also noting that much of the data from the study was collected beginning in 2006, before its products were even on the market. Use of the drugs has jumped 300% over the past three years, and the boom is showing no signs of slowing. Morgan Stanley estimates 24 million Americans could be taking them by 2035. According to the Wall Street Journal, the trend is something the food industry is watching closely because people who take the drugs feel fuller longer. They quite simply eat less. And industry experts say that means brands may need to adapt. It reduces the appetite. And so that I could see a return to portion control packaging that was big almost two decades ago. Back to those side effects, drug maker Novo Nordisk also says patient safety is a top priority and the company is working closely with the FDA to continuously monitor the safety profile of its medications. Just last week, you may remember, the FDA updated the warning label on Ozempic to warn users of a possible link to serious intestinal blockages. Guys. All right, Steph, thank you. Let's get some insight and context from NBC News medical contributor, Dr. Tara Narula. Hi, doctor. Good morning. Hi, good morning. So, I mean, these side effects sound unpleasant and serious. Uh, how how common are they? How concerned should people be if they're considering using these drugs for weight loss? Yeah, it's definitely important that we're talking about this, but I want to keep it in perspective. You know, these drugs have been around and treating di- for treating diabetic patients for over 10 years, and we've really known about a lot of these side effects, bowel obstruction, pancreatitis. In fact, many of them are on the labels for these drugs. The real issue, as Stephanie pointed out in the piece, is what happens when you apply this to a population who is just trying to use this drug to lose weight? Does the risks and benefits, how do you balance those in those scenarios? But the absolute risks, Savannah, are small. So these are rare. We're talking about, for example, with gastroparesis, which is this concept of slowing of stomach emptying. We're talking about going from 0.3% 
with these non-GLP-1 drugs to 1% with Ozempic, 0.3% to 0.8 or 7% uh, with the other drugs. So these are small increases. Um, gastroparesis, which is the one that a lot of people are worried about, that's actually how this drug partially works, which is slowing the emptying of the stomach so it helps you feel fuller longer. The problem is in some people, if it is severe, you will end up with nausea, vomiting, abdominal pain, uh, feeling full bloating. So, you know, it's important we're raising awareness, but we want to keep it in perspective. I was going to say, because a lot of people who are obese have issues with their heart, their cholesterol, their joints, all of these things on this side of the table. And on that side of the table, you have the things that some, some folks are worried about. So how do you balance those two. This is why people should not be getting this drug off the internet. They should not be getting it without sitting down with a healthcare healthcare provider who can really talk to you about the risks and the benefits. Are you someone, for example, who has a history of bowel problems or pancreatitis? You probably shouldn't be taking this Mm -hmm. drug. Um, And do the benefits outweigh? And yes, for obesity, we're talking about cardiovascular risks, Mm -hmm. cancer risks. So for a lot of people, there is going to be benefit here. But you really want to do it the right way in terms of starting these drugs. Start low. You don't increase until four to six weeks. You monitor for side effects. If you need to, you can lower the dose. And this healthcare provider should be talking to you about non-GI risks as well. There are other risks with these drugs too. Um, and one important thing I want to bring up um, is the actually the Anesthesiology Society released a statement in June mm-hmm. saying patients who take these drugs should stop them a week before any elective procedures. Mm-hmm. I don't think we've talked about this a lot, no. but it's for the same reason that they have found that patients, even after fasting for 12, 24 hours, still have food in their stomach mm-hmm. when they're going for right. surgery. So just one thing I think people People should be aware of. The more we're studying this, the more we're rolling this out, we are going to see some of these. Because you got to have an empty results. stomach for anesthesia so you don't suffocate, essentially. So that you don't aspirate. Yeah. So the food comes up yeah. and it can go in the lungs and it can show. damage oh. the lungs. Yeah. Dr. Newell, yeah. I mean, this is your wheelhouse. You're a cardiologist. Yeah. I, I would imagine you have a lot of folks who are coming in asking you about these particular drugs. Mm-hmm. How many folks are we talking about? What do you what do you advising your, your patients to do and not do? Absolutely. I would say probably 40 to 60% of my patients were having these conversations. Oh. I mean, so many of my patients struggle with obesity and many of them want to know about other options besides bariatric surgery and meeting with a nutritionist. They say, I've tried everything mm-hmm. and I can't I can't figure out a way to lose weight. And we know that with these medications, we are seeing benefits in a cardiovascular risk, high risk population for lowering risk of heart attack and stroke. So there are benefits for those people. So mm-hmm. it is important to talk to your doctor about it. It's not for everyone. It may be for you, but really have that conversation. Mm-hmm. All right. Thank you, Dr. Narula. Welcome to the family, by the yes. way. Dr. Narula, happy to work here now. Thank, Thank you, so you. Mr. Roker. Hey, guys. Well, we've got a chill in the air that's going to be coming in. Above average temperatures today here in the northeast, mid-Atlantic states, but much cooler behind that front as the jet stream takes a dip. Today, we're looking at temperatures 13 degrees above our average in Burlington, Washington. It's going to be 6 degrees, but you go to Minneapolis, Milwaukee, Des Moines, below average temperatures into the 50s. That moves east by tomorrow. Pittsburgh, 58. Nashville, only 65. That's 10 degrees cooler than average. Des Moines, 60 degrees. And as we move into early next week, temperatures in the low 60s in Boston. Mid-50s to upper-50s in New York, 50s in Burlington, Pittsburgh, you'll be in the 50s as well. Washington, D.C., looking at temperatures in the low 60s to upper-50s. And that is your latest weather, guys. Thank you, Al. Uh, Still ahead, we are going behind the scenes with Kelly Clarkson on her first day of work Uh at the new home of her talk show, which just so happens to be about 20 feet down. Yeah, right right over there. All right. But first, got a special double boost to brighten your morning coming up right after this.
Well, at long last, yes, returning Carson Daly. Carson Daly. We have really missed you, buddy. Yeah, we have. It's great to be back. Great to be here. I got a boost for you. Here we go. It's Friday, so how about a double boost? Yes. Two boosts, one central theme, the power of a good hug. All right, we're going to start with best friends who hadn't seen each other in a while because one of them moved to a new school. But watch what happens when the two moms planned a surprise play date for them to reunite. When Zane and Zion saw each other, they ran in for the big hug. Lasted all day, just about four years old. They've known each other since they were one. They used to give each other big goodbye hugs, so they're making up for lost time. All right, I said two boosts. Here's the second one. The boy you're seeing there is an eight-year-old. His name's Isaiah. He saw his dad leaving for work, so he ran out, flagged him down. He had to tell him something. You know what he wanted? The goodbye hug. One more hug. Yes. Oh, there you go. Yes. Oh, oh you got to stop you need extra. Oh, extra. Oh, those stop eventually, oh. but you got to get them while you can. That's oh. right. All right. That's a good one. Oh. What a cutie. He's like, Dad, take out the trash. You forgot to take out the trash. <laughs> <laughs> it's trash day. All right, guys, we have a special guest in Studio 1. Ed, are you aware of this? Yeah. Can we bring out our special guest, Miss Donna Kelsey, please? Whoa. Hey, hey. Oh. Mama Kelsey. Got some stuff. Uh, most popular Ooh. figure in sports. Oh, wait, watch out. They got cookies. Hi, how, are how are you? How are you? How are you? How are you guys? Hi, how are you? Nice to meet you. Happy to meet you. Sit down. All right. Oh, I don't know. This is kind of hot. You brought us sweets. Yeah, cookies. Those oh. are my famous cookies wait, wait. that I brought for the boys. It says, to the Today Show family, love Mama, Mama Kelsey. Kelsey. And they're oh. warm. You oh, my gosh. Thank you so is much. It's my recipe, but I have to admit, they bake them here. Oh, my gosh. Oh, those look incredible. Should we try Ooh. it? Oh, yeah. yes. Oh, You've yeah. got some more snacks that you're going to talk about later as well. I, I am, yeah. Uh, what's new in your life? Oh, we never yeah. see you on TV anymore. You know, it's more <laughs> into something you. I could have never imagined. You were Let me tell you. I was at the game on Sunday, the Jets game. Oh, you, yeah. you had done two games. Yes, yes. Oh, yeah. I oh, did. God. I'm incredible. These are yeah. amazing. Wow, these, these are, are awesome. <laughs> He's here. Oh, my God. You should be selling these. Is that recipe a secret? I want to get that. No, I've got a recipe. Okay, good. We're back with more of Mama Kelsey. I won't let my active psoriatic arthritis joint symptoms define me. Emerge as you. Tremphia guselkumab is proven to significantly reduce joint pain, stiffness, and swelling in adults with active psoriatic arthritis. Some patients even reported less fatigue as assessed by survey one week prior. Results may vary. Tremphia is taken by injection six times a year after two starter doses at week zero and four. Serious allergic reactions may occur. Tremphia may increase your risk of infections and lower your ability to fight them. Before treatment, your doctor should check you for infections and tuberculosis. Tell your doctor if you have an infection or symptoms of an infection including fever, sweats, chills, muscle aches, or cough. Tell your doctor if you had a vaccine or plan to. Emerge as you. Learn more about Tremphia, including important safety information, at tremphia.com or call 1-877-578-3527. See our ad in Food & Wine magazine. For patients prescribed Tremphia, cost support may be available. 